Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the She Wolf Mentality Podcast. It is your host and head coach, Isaiah Bowick. I hope you're having a fantastic day. I'm super excited about today's topic because we're going to be talking about all about training, uh, talking about breath work, talking about skill. Um, before I started this live, I was saying I was at the gym today in the last few days, and I'm a very observant person. I've been training now for 10 years, but I still go into the gym and I I don't pretend, but I always kind of have a beginner's mindset. And what I mean by that is I always am trying to learn from people. Um, if that's an advanced individual, even if it's someone's their first time in the gym, because I can always learn something to become a better coach, uh, a better mentor, all of that stuff. And so it's really sorry for the glitching here. Sorry about that. Um, it's really, really important that. As I continue to grow, as I continue to grow um, in my own training, um, that I'm also continuing to grow as a coach. And so today we're going to be talking about don't stop uh, when you're out of breath. Yeah, sorry about that. Looks like we have some really bad glitching going on. If you're listening to the podcast right now, sorry for the glitch. But as I was saying, um, don't stop when you're out of breath. You know, something that is really, really common um, in training today is the mindset that when it starts to hurt, when it starts to burn, when you're getting close to maybe that 10th or 11th rep, your heart rate starts to go through the roof. Goes through the roof. Literally. Sorry about that. I'm going to be out two minutes here. We're going to restart the, we're going to restart the live on Instagram. My apologies, everybody. My connection's awful. There we go. Okay. Let's do this. As I was saying, um, not having the skill, not having the breath work, not having the control, uh, to actually get into the workout, get into the plan. So as I was saying, I've been at the gym the last few days um, and, and, and observing, uh, consistently observing people, how people train, how people do their uh, their workouts. And, you know, the last few days I've been seeing so same thing, the consistency of it, of getting to a certain rep range and just being so out of breath, uh, being so out of breath and completely the physique completely um dissolving into losing form, completely losing contraction, losing skill, stopping, going to the next thing. And this is where you're you're missing out on so much muscle tissue. And I'm going to break down why. A lot of times when you are training, right, we're training the cardiovascular system, especially on leg day, but there is a way of breathing that you need to learn uh, from an eccentric standpoint and a concentric standpoint of your workouts. And so a very common thing, I want to break down two very useful movements. Uh, the first one, very common movement would be like a lap pull down, right? Oftentimes when I see people 
really wreck their breath work is on uh, both eccentric and the concentric, but normally on that pull down, if you're watching, you can actually see me do this on the live, uh, but on that pull down, when that bar is coming down, they're doing several different breaths. Like I've seen people exert too much force. They come down, they're holding their breath. And then as they come up, they're just sitting there trying to exhale and expand all this air out of their diaphragm. And that's when that heart rate shoots up and their control is all over their body. They, they have no sensation where they actually need to train. And again, going back to the lat, lat pull down, when you're doing a movement, especially like a pull variation, when the load is the hardest is when that bar path is coming down to your upper chest. So when you have a load coming to you, so like a, a chest supported row, a lat pull down, you want to be breathing out of your nose, exhaling on the way down, having that four really good control on that exhale. You're pausing and on that eccentric as you come up. So that's when that bar path is coming up. You are taking a good one deep breath up. So you're coming up in that eccentric, you're breathing in through your nose and you're keeping tension on your lats. But again, often, you know, this past week, I saw multiple times people doing pull variations with like three or four breaths in between that one, two. And that is where um, you're going to find yourself really causing a lot of increases of not no necessarily like too much of an increase of the heart rate. Again, everybody's different with their heart rates. Everybody has different conditioning, but I've even seen people do like C to lat pull downs and they get, they're getting their, they're getting their heart rate between 160 to 180, sometimes 190. And that's really high. You know, I understand sometimes when you're doing like lunge work, squat work, barbell hip thrust work, your variations, those heart, the heart rate's going to come up. What's up, Lewis? Hope you're having a great day, man. Um, thank you. I appreciate you, bro. That you um you still have to control that eccentric and concentric of the of the work. And so going back to breath work on that on that pull, let's talk about that development now. How do you get really good at breath work? How do you get really good at at it all? Like breathing in through your nose breathing out, controlling the eccentric, feeling the tension, actually working the muscle fiber, I often say, slow it down. That's it. That's all you need to do. This last week, I was at my gym, this new gym down here in Arizona, and everybody is rushing the reps. Rush, 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 rush. And there's a time and place to have, you know, a rep range that's a two count, but most, most, most of the time for me, for a very long time, I'm a huge coach on the three count and a four count. Typically that three counts on the eccentric or a four count that's on that eccentric to really create, again, form, output, and control. But that's the best way you can improve your breath work is just slowing down the movement. And so again, how that would work is like on a lat pull down, when you're doing a lat pull down variation, you're coming down, right? That bar is coming down one, 1,000. Pause, get that contraction. And then from there, you're going three, two, one. And that's when you are breathing in and then exhale coming down. Again, control the tempo. Just right there, you're going to be able to control your heart rate a lot better 
and you're going to get better mind muscle control with creating tension. And again, going back to that, like how do we even grow muscle? How do we build muscle? It comes down to mechanical tension. You need to have mechanical tension. So actual tension on the say bicep or back or wherever that is, you need mechanical tension to actually grow muscle. Now, going back to slowing it down, once you're getting that development down, right, each one of us are on our own fitness journey. So when it comes to heart rate, it's just going to take time to build that that system up. And, you know, I, I would, people always ask me, like, are you one for cardio? I, I believe cardio is a great tool. I don't really use cardio for fat loss. Sometimes I do. But most of the time I like to use cardio just for heart health and just general cardiovascular um, health. So getting out, going for walks. I mean, you could do sprint work. You could go for runs. I always say with running, though, you, you want to just be careful how you add that into your program, because if you're prioritizing glute training, um, you know, you're trying to run four to five miles a day or every other day and your legs are shot from leg day, you're going to probably find yourself with too much volume and you're going to hurt yourself. So, again, that number one tip is make sure you slow it down with that breath work. OK, now going back to don't stop when you're out of breath. It is very common that a lot of people stop when they're out of breath, it starts to hurt, or some other muscle group starts to take over, right? So I'm going to go back to the lat pull down today. We're going to use that as a demonstration for this whole training. A lot of times people use, they feel their forearms when they do pull downs, right? So when you're pulling down, I, I, I've got it a lot of times, my forearms, my forearms, my forearms. And lots of times that's also because your forearms are just weak. You know, you're just, you haven't had and haven't built that forearm strength. However, it's also really important to understand that when you're pulling down and you're getting to those last couple sets or a couple reps and you're like, oh, well, this kind of hurts. Normally you have five or six more. Now I talk a lot about this in my private training, uh, my private training group, but one of the best ways that you can know you're actually training correctly when it comes down to like your reps and reserve, your RIR is by recording yourself. Um, that's probably the simplest thing you can do to see, okay, say my goal is 10 to 12 reps on a lat pull down. When I got to the 12th rep and I recorded myself, what did my rep speed look like? Was it hard? Did I just come down and go, yep, that was my 12th rep or was the 12th rep look like this? I'm literally getting everything I got to bring that bar down to my upper chest because that's what you want to do. Those last three or four reps before failure, you need to make sure they are stimulating. And that's where you have to shift into that mindset of like, even though I'm kind of out of breath, I got to train hard today. I still have to push myself, right? So it comes down to having that eccentric training, having that really hard set that you're really pushing close to mechanical failure. And then again, that super easy tip, I've shared it multiple times, is just record yourself. I have so many times I've recorded myself and I've been training now for like 10 years. I still record myself to this day because I'm gonna tell you something, even me, I have days where my brain tells me that that's my last rep. That was your last rep. And normally I actually have three or four more reps left. And this is where I love training so much because it's such a mind, it's such a mind game. You have to have that mindset. You have to have that mind shift and you have to apply that pressure. Okay. Now 
Let's shift into the number number three here. So don't stop when you're out of breath. The third thing, right, to really build a physique. The number one thing I talked about is just make sure you slow it down, right? Slow eccentrics. Um, number two, right, you have to work on um, really re- record yourself so you know you're actually training close to failure. Um, and then that we talked about this in the top piece was uh, your um, your breath work, knowing when to breathe in, when to breathe out, okay? The last thing here when it comes to your heart rate and um, not stopping when you're out of breath, when it's when you're you're fatigued, you're out of breath, you're trying to push. It's so important that you know building muscle, two big things: stretch and contraction. Okay, I'm gonna say that again: stretch and contraction. What does that mean? When you are getting close to being out of breath, lots of times people start doing this weird thing called partials. They start trying to get the bar down or they're doing a cedar row machine and they're starting to go like barely any range of motion. Okay. Yes. Mechanical tension is the number one driver for muscular growth, ladies. However, you need to be stretching, lengthening the muscle fibers, and you need to be shortening the muscle fibers. There's a whole thing online, right? Should I be doing, for example, glute training? Should I be training my glutes in the shortened position should I be training my glutes in the lengthened position? What's better, a barbell, uh, a Bulgarian split squat? Should I be only doing kickbacks, single leg RDLs, single leg press? I always say everything, right? You should be training both in the lengthened and shortened position. But it's really important that you are understanding that I, you need to be pushing yourself. When you're getting out of breath and you're huffing and puffing, that is the time where you have to, you have to really get into that engagement. So from, I'm going to give you an example. I love chest supported seated row machines. I love them. I absolutely love them. When you're getting out of breath, you want to be not just here. I want you to be protracting, open up that scapula, get that full upper back stretch, right? From there, you're driving those elbows down and that's when you're popping that chest up and you're shortening and you're firing up that back. That right there is how you're going to grow. You're going to grow some lean tone muscle back there, ladies. It is when you're coming through, you're protracting, you're stretching that whole upper back and you're pulling through and you're squeezing. I'm going to tell you it's, it's painful. Lengthening muscle fibers when you're in a lengthened position, it's not, it's not, um, it, it's not comfortable. It's you're really stretching the muscles. Great studies out there that show stretching a muscle and that's lengthened position can really bring that up, bring those muscle grow, muscle, muscle up. So ladies, it's really important that you're leaning into that. Get that full stretch, pull through and get into that short position. And I'm telling you, you are going to see a lot of muscular growth. All right. Awesome. Hey, that is it. That is all for the podcast today. I hope um, on the live, some of the visuals helped. I'm sorry for the Instagram lagging. But again, don't stop when you're out of breath. Really push yourself. Make sure you're in the eccentric training. Make sure you're doing that three count, understanding how to breathe in through your nose and then out through your um, out through your mouth or in through your nose, out through your nose. Either works. I do prefer breathing in through your nose 
and out through your nose for really good diaphragm control. And then also stretch and contract. It is so important for you to build muscle, get lean muscle. You have to be stretching and shortening those muscles. And again, take time. Remember, when it comes to progressive overload, it's not just about putting weight on the bar. Yes, that's a good way to continue to test out and grow lean muscle. But if you're moving a weight from A to B and you can't control it, you're going to, you're not going to get the results that you're actually looking for. Make sure you're understanding you're in control of the weight that you have. You're able to stretch and contract that in a good fashion before moving up to the next level. Okay. Have a great day and we'll talk soon.